This is the JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and Dee. Listen, rate, subscribe. Have a happy Easter from the morning show that proudly salutes the strange connection between rabbits, eggs, and Jesus. Might as well be a giant guinea pig passing out baskets full of waffles. That sounds that sounds great. <laughs> A 45-year-old dude from Florida named Nathan Nelson was just sentenced to two years in federal prison. Um, Oh, there it is. We're going to federal pound me in the ass prison. Yeah. For stealing at least 63 golf carts in seven states Uh worth at least $283,000. Oh, I believe the price. Yeah. Yeah. So according to investigators, Nathan would steal carts from rural Midwestern golf courses. What what part of? Rural. Rural. (laughs) Can't say it, can you? Why is it so hard to say? I know. Rural. 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 You're... Rural. <laughs> rural. You, you have to overpronounce it. The more you say it, the worse it is. I know. Gets. It sound, doesn't sound like a word. Rural. Midwestern golf courses, usually in pairs, and usually at night. They mostly come out at night. He'd use a universal key and then just drive him right out the property into his getaway vehicle. Uh, then he'd sell them on the good old Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace. His alias that he would sell them under was Mason Weber. Um, and he'd sell them for like 2500 bucks each. And the value, the average value was like five grand. So I'm sure they went really fast, right? Mm-hmm. The operation dates back to at least 2017. He continued to do it until he was arrested in June of 2020. The FBI got involved because he was crossing state lines. Ah, oh. That's when they'll get you. That's get you. FBI's coming for you. Uh, yeah, maybe he was selling them, taking them to Florida and selling them to the old people. They're expensive, man. A decked out mm. golf cart. Well, even one that ain't decked out. You know, the one you, you run around and up at the your your weekend camping lake is 10 to 15, 10 to 20 grand. Yeah. You know, if you want to haul six people. Right. You get a nice paint job on it. Right, but these were just from like golf no, courses, I, I so they you. weren't even decked out, yeah. and they were still worth oh sure five grand each, right? Absolutely. So yeah, and he was from Florida, so he'd drive him back to Florida. Oh yeah, yeah. And then there you go. Them. Sell him. Take him to the uh, where's the old people of the villages or the Jimmy Buffett Margaritaville. Comp. Yeah. <laughs> where where old people go to die? The Jimmy Buffett graveyard. Not and, only that, but they go there to get VD, man. Yes. They go there for uh, key lime pie and venereal disease. Yeah. All the old people in the old yep. uh, communities, senior communities, the STD rates are insane. F around and find out. And they do. Jimmy ought to make a song called F around and find out and literally talk about old people trying to get boners. You should tweet them. I'm going to write that song. Oh, I love it. I love your songs. Hey, man. Uh, hey, buddy. What's your name? My name's Snake. Snake, what are you in? Uh, what are you in Pound Me in the Ass Prison for? I stole a golf cart. You're my bitch. Okay. I was role playing there. Mm-hmm. Not great street cred if you're yeah. in prison if you're stealing golf cart. Do you have a prison bitch fantasy? Uh, in a women's prison. Oh yeah. And you're the guard. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh God. <laughs> You're the warden of the- have some of that toilet wine and light the candle. Dude. Ah!
Sure. People, relax. What a complete waste. We are killing it online. Have you guys checked the comments? Of cyberspace. Smoke That Skin Wagon says, you guys are killing it. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. We're internet sensations. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. Get ready for Easter Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Don't miss the high-powered, bunny-hopping, egg-hiding, jelly bean, and peep extravaganza. See the pastel-colored fake plastic grass, the hollow chocolate bunnies, the brightly colored and dyed hard-boiled eggs, the disgusting creamy Cadbury fillings that you actually used to like as a kid. Revel in the over-commercialization and overshadowed real meaning of Easter. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Bring your basket. All right, let's talk about Easter, you turd. Okay. Um, uh, New survey asked if Easter is now celebrating more because, you know, it's a proper special religious occasion or because of the pressure of that their corporate America. 61% said it's still true to its purpose. It's about Jesus. Well, 26% said it's become over, overly commercialized as they nod on a giant chocolate bunny. <laughs> Uh, people are spending money. 45% of Americans are planning to spend more on Easter this year than in 2021. And a total of $20.8 billion oh. will be spent on Easter this year. Wow. That breaks down to $170 a person. That seems like a lot. The power of the chocolate bunny compels me, dude. Dude, who knew? Unbelievable. You like the hollow one or the solid one? Uh, what? I'd rather not. I don't like. I usually don't like how they just taste. Don't want to talk about it right now. I would rather have a different chocolate. Did you have a traumatic Shh. Easter? Ex- yeah. That's, sorry. Why? Sorry. Uh, Three billion dollars will be spent on candy alone. I didn't know your uncle didn't have pants on under the Easter bunny costume. You could have. You could. You should have told me this years ago. Would you? We could have dealt with it then. Been hiding it. Want some beer? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, $3.4 billion will be spent on Easter how, clothing. How, how is that possible? Dude, I I don't know. I guess I had an Easter outfit when I was a tyke. I guess I had an Easter outfit. I yeah, a, like for church, they sure. dress the kids I up. A little suit jacket, I think. An Instagram. I was, I was totes adorbs, dude. I believe it. I would like to see some pictures. I, I had my little crew haircut. I had my little Navy haircut. Oh, yeah. Awesome. I was rocking it. Uh, bu- 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 60% of parents say they even plan on sending Easter baskets to their kids who have moved out. Don't. If you do that, they'll come back. <laughs> uh, most popular basket items are, of course, the chocolate bunnies, yeah. uh, individually wrapped candy, arts and crafts, chewy candy, and bunny stuffed animals. Uh, let's see. Some people celebrate Easter with soft pretzels. The idea is that the twists of the pretzel sort of... Look like arms crossed in prayer. <laughs> Whatever. You wanted a reason to eat don't, pretzels. Don't, do not ruin my giant soft pretzel. Right. Don't why you bring you, your religion into what, my pretzel. Why did you even tell me that? Are you going to think about it? Now I'm going to say, sorry, Jesus, but... Uh, this beer cheese this, dip is calling you. <laughs> uh, I know, dude. Can't, can't we just have anything nice? No. God. Everything's got to have some stupid conspiracy. I know. It's just a pretzel. Decorating eggs comes from a Ukrainian tradition. <laughs> Ornate eggs were called paisankas, which were Paisanka. made by using wax and different dyes. When did they... It wasn't until Ukrainian immigrants came to the U.S. that we started doing it here. Okay, that's what I was about that's to That's pretty ask. neat, isn't it? Right, right, right. Do, uh, okay. 
Does do non-Christians celebrate Easter? Um, I think it's more of like a like a spring celebration. Uh-huh. You know, mm-hmm. fertility. Yeah, have a nice day, eat good things and breed. Breed. That's what the bunny's about. <laughs> Um, so, despite the importance of Easter, a lot of people still don't know how the date is determined. It falls on the first Sunday after the first full moon. Mm-hmm. Doesn't sound like witchcraft at all, does it? So the- After March 21st. Uh, there's a pink full moon this weekend. So, you, you can see it tonight and tomorrow night. The yeah, moon looked the, pretty cool today. The moon was beautiful. Yesterday and today. In. I mean, it was the nice, clear sky. God, was that nice. I know. And then I was like, is everybody looking at the moon? I hope somebody's paying attention to the yeah. moon. One of us needs to be driving. If you had to pick one, which would you pick, Easter or Christmas, if you had to just, you can only have one? Easter. Easter? There's no music attached with Easter. What? Uh, oh, well, yeah, ham and uh, say traditional Easter fair, ham. Ham, breakfast stuff, like yes, brunch stuff, yes, you know? Yes, 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 And then, you, of course, you get to live on egg salad for the next week. Mm-hmm. Don't you eat those eggs after a week. You will regret it. Trust me. So there you go. What are you doing? Are you doing anything special? I don't know. I think uh, the family's having to get together, and which will involve vodka, I assume, and uh, toasting of the 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 bountiful harvest we're about to have, or That's something. Thanksgiving. I, I don't. I don't know what. You get confused. I just show up and uh, stand at the bar and make small talk. That's I awesome. Have no idea what happens. Dude, know your role, man. I don't know half the people at my family reunion. I just stand there like an idiot. Good. It's like if I met you, do you, do we? Okay. Want it? Need, need some we, ice in that? We don't need it. Actually, they bring me over to ten bar. That's actually what I do. You can learn a lot listening to podcasts. And only three countries in the world don't use the metric system. Or you can listen to this one. I can't remember where I went Friday. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What did I do on Friday? I got to check my calendar. <laughs> if anybody saw me Friday, call. The JJO Morning Show Podcast. I literally have no idea where I was Friday. Johnny and D, nowhere but JJO. We got to get ready for Easter. You know. We need Easter baskets, eggs, candy, the works. Okay, uh, PC2. What happened? There's uh, There seems to be a scandal on WAF, like, monthly. Wheel of Fortune. Scandal. Vanna White has a penis. No. No? Did you ever have Vanna mania? No. Really? I think I went through a phase. A lot of people did. All right. Go ahead. Uh, social media users are collectively rolling their eyes at Wheel of Fortune host Pat Sajak's latest quote-unquote blunder. Yeah, but he's a scandalous every month now. Sure, yeah. He's 75. He didn't care. <laughs> what are you going to do? So Wednesday's episode. Are you going to fire Pat Sajak? What are you, crazy? Right, I know. Come on. It's like firing God. Right. It's not going to happen. Um, she, I guess he asked Vanna this question that people think was offensive. Oh. So uh, contestant Ashley Fabian, professional opera singer. She scored over $67,000. Um, she was caught in the crossfire <gasps> of a weird convo between Pat Sajak and Vanna White. You know how they do that. Oh, this didn't make it on the... It did. Oh, it did. Oh, now I'm intrigued. Okay, here we go. Ready? Okay. 
you. Are you an opera buff at all? Yes, I'm not a buff, but I like no. opera. Have you ever watched opera in the buff? I'm just curious. No. <laughs> just... You, are so you everybody's like, that's a nice play on words. Pets, uh, we'll have to play the interview <laughs> that got us in a lot of trouble. Yes. I don't know why. I mean, we laugh about it now, but. Well, because we needed time to laugh about it. Some trauma involved. Pat is a very, very funny guy. He's really funny, but he's also very easily offended. Yeah. I mean, he's he's got a bit of God complex. There's no doubt about oh, it. Oh, he's pretty pumped he's Pat Sajak. Oh, Pat Sajak is, knows he's Pat Sajak. Yeah. Um, so anyway, this time, though, instead of him being offended, a bunch of people on the internet were. Eyebrows were raised and fingers were a-clicking. <laughs> I feel like I just witnessed a Me Too moment on Wheel of Fortune. I feel like you're talking me into this scandal. It's really not that scandalous. I don't think it's a scandal at all. But it's whatever. I, feel like you're I don't to... think it was. I didn't think it was that. Was that bad? Was that offensive? Well, Jesus. What an old couple in the middle of Kansas uh, that don't ever see each other naked in broad daylight. Who who's complaining about that? It's not those people because they have Twitter. Yeah, that's uh, that was a nice exchange. I mean, that's just Pat palling around with his old gal Vanna White. Here we go. Play it again. Okay. Um, hold on, I gotta go up here though. Opera buff at all? Yes, I'm not a buff, but I like no. opera. Have you ever watched opera in the buff? I'm just curious. No. <laughs> just... Yeah, that's not, that's nice exchange. Oh, not for these people. What? Did Pat Sajak just ask Vanna White if she watches opera <laughs> naked? What in the what now? Hashtag Wheel of Fortune. Hashtag what? the Wheel. I want that on a shirt. What in the what now? Uh, another post at Wheel of Fortune. Someone please replace this man. At Pat Sajak is absolutely inappropriate. <laughs> asking Vanna White if she's watched Opera Naked. Are you serious? Gross. Wow. This, this must be Tipper Gore that's upset. When did this game show turn into <laughs> Wheel of Fortune after dark? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have a shirt that says, what in the what now? And when I see something I don't like or I'm confused, I'm going to point to it. Just point. And just see if I get a response. Dude is trying to keep the thrill alive for this job in any way that he can. I'm amazed he hasn't resorted to torturing contestants during the show. Wow. Oh, internet. Who are these people? They're upset. Karen, calm down. They are so freaking upset. Wow. You think that people that... uh, have watched Pat and Van over whatever it's been. How long has it been? Thirty-five years. Oh yeah, dude. Would uh, would know that Pat. Nineteen eighty-two oh, is when Vanna started, and then ah. he uh, was on in eighty-one. Well, so. I know Chuck Woolery was the uh, original host. Just Actually, thirty-nine re- years together. I should remember that thirty-nine years together. And uh, uh, did you probably never seen Pat Sajak's talk show? He had a talk show in the nineties. Oh really? Eighties or something. I thought it was great. I actually watched it. And I, I think if Pat did it now, it'd probably be a lot more popular. But I don't think it lasted a couple of years and it went off. Like he had like celebrities on and stuff? Yeah, absolutely. That's cool. Pat Sajak. I could see him being he, a good interviewer. He, he would sit around like, uh, oh, what's his name uh, that you, that died, the, the old talk show? Uh, with Kathy Lee. Ka- Kathy, I can't believe oh, it. Regis. New, New York's so crazy in the morning. What's up with the subway? Regis. Regis. I love Regis Philbin. Rest in pepperonis. Gilman, who is that? Who is that? Gilman. Gilman is it? Gilman. He yeah. yelled at the producer. Gilman, I got up. To, I went to bed at nine thirty, and I knew it. It's twenty minutes past my bedtime, and I'm cranky. Gilman, get me some coffee. 
That was his whole shtick. I know. I loved it. Yep. And he was he would just be like, okay. <laughs> oh. Um We can't go after Pat. That was I, not I know uh Wheel of Fortune, if I remember, they only record shows like a month, a, a, like a month or two's worth, and it runs all year. They literally record it in a couple of months, and they're done for the year. What Jeez. a what a gig! Then Pat he, and Vanna hunker down for four days a month, every other Thursday and Friday, to film six shows each day. Taping one episode takes about thirty minutes. <laughs> what a fluff gig! So yeah, they work four days a month. Four days a month. Uh, there you go. I work a couple of months a year. Not a bad gig, dude. Do uh, Pat Sajak net worth once. Okay. I bet it's, ooh, let's play. Oh, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Ooh, Pat Sajak net worth. Uh, oh, my God. Oh. And, uh, uh, I, I heard if Merv Griffin liked you, he paid you very, very well. Uh, I'm going to say mm-hmm. Pat Sajak's worth. I'll pick a number and you got to say higher or lower. I'm going to say $147.22 million. Lower. Oh, really? $89 million. Lower. Oh, my God. $71. Ah, <laughs> you son of a bitch. Yes. $70 mil. Whoa. I thought that would have been more. 40 years on Wheel of Fortune, but I suppose he doesn't really do like endorsements or anything. Remember the old. Uh, He's not hawking it, any good. It's like uh, little secrets. Wheel of Fortune secrets Love. have come out and they would, uh, and they drink in margaritas or something in between tapings and they do some of the shows drunk. Remember hearing that? I, don't, I heard that, that about a, match games. It was kind of a thing there for a while. It was a, that was a Martin. controversial Wheel of Fortune thing. Um,. Here we go. Pat Sajak claimed in an ESPN2 interview that he and Vanna would get drunk on margaritas. (laughs) Let's see. Let's go to the quit, Bob. Ah. We got a little ad here. What is that even? I don't even know what the hell that is. I think the only gig that pays better is Judge Judy. From Wheel of Fortune host Pat Sajak. In an interview for ESPN2, the longtime host of the popular long-running game show admitted that during the series' early run, he and his co-host Vanna White would sometimes slip out of the studio in between tapings to grab margaritas, (laughs) sometimes six each at a time, and at times getting drunk in the process. Sajak said that he and White would then, quote, come and do the last shows and have trouble recognizing the alphabet. The game show hosts a mission exploded across the web, even becoming a trending search topic Thursday on Google. But now Sajak is backtracking on his drinking stories. In a later interview with ABC News Radio, Sajak said, quote, to be honest, it was probably a half dozen times we went across the street and had a margarita. Adding, but when you're telling a story on the air, you want to make it sound more exciting than it was. In truth, you really can't do television if you're stumbling all over the place. And now it would seem that this Wheel of Fortune host is looking to put an end to all of the buzz. There you go. Ah! The buzz. Get it? The buzz. Yeah, Pat's going to die on the air, so. Those gigs, though, you look at uh, Drew Carey on Price is Right, and uh, who's the other dude that came off that show? Wayne Brady. Right. Who, who I think does, uh, uh, which one where they dress up like chickens? I, na- na- uh, uh, 
they dress up like Yeah, and you can. figure out what's behind the door. Why am I forgetting the name of that stupid show? I mean, very low effort. And uh, I guess the pay is amazing. And, and you work very little. I would love that gig. Yeah, well, and a lot of your stuff Pri- prices, is just... No, not prices, right? I don't know what I'm the sorry, chicken show is. That, that's that got me very confused. <laughs> they show up in costumes. I yeah, that's the prices, right? They show no, up in costumes. No, 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 dude. Some people do. They dress up in weird stuff. But I don't know what the chicken show is. Well, it's not about chickens. I'm just saying some people dress up like a chicken or a bear ah. or a pair of fuzzy dice. Scared of bears. Something like that. I can't remember the name of it. Well, and most of your stuff is written for you. Sure. So, I mean, you're really just... Once you get the format of the show down, I mean, I, I mean, it, that clip, that soundbite actually proves my point. I mean, you you you're lulled for thirty five years into the, just this this co host host babble. Let's make a deal. Let's make a deal. That's it, That's Kevin it. again. Yeah, Kevin, dude, Hall of Fame. I'm gonna uh, buy that guy a beer. He likes beer. That's but I mean, craft beer. I, I mean, it, the the dribble that comes from these people is so vanilla that when something like this drops everybody loses their damn mind i know right totally by the pet cj a good christian boy i don't want him talking about man white taking her panties off only i can talk about man white you think they panties. ever you think they ever boned i do i would put money on it i do At i bet least there's a, a few times. i bet there's a big heart-shaped hot tub behind that tote board I think maybe back in the day. I don't think they're boning now. Oh, right. After you know, a couple of margaritas, you don't think they? Back in the day. Flipped a little <laughs> finger. Stinkerage. Um, yeah. The only, the hosting thing I do agree for those things would be pretty easy once you get the format down. But mm-hmm. like the live stuff, like Dancing with the Stars when they do that stuff yeah, or yeah, yeah. Uh, whatever, that you think has that to takes, be. You think that takes more talent? I do because yeah. you're live. and you don't, Well, you know. What's-His-Name was a great host before they. Tom Bergeron. Tom Bergeron was great before they <sighs> blew out. And he used to do Hollywood Squares. Mm-hmm. And before they brought in idiot Tyra Banks, who I, I can't stand. Tom Bergeron Just, for life, dude. Oh. Tom Bergeron is a, a, a the high bar of, oh, yeah. of hosting. He's really good he's at it. He's smooth as hell, dude. Yeah, he's great. All right, that's JJO News. Figure it out, asshole. Woo! Leave Pat Sajak alone. Good morning. I think what's funny is I'm not proud of being a good drinker, but if I have two margaritas, I'm in a whole different world. Really? But you don't drink much. Yeah, the tequila he gets does. you. The tequila gets you. Yeah, huh? he doesn't drink tequila much, though. Yeah, right. No, no tequila. I, I either drink 64s because I don't want to go to prison, or I drink 7-7s seven and sevens and have someone else drive. Yeah. yeah. But 7-7s, seven I can have a ton of those things, but evidently that other stuff's more better. It makes my legs get hot. That's how I know I'm starting to get buzzed. My legs get really warm, and I'm like, okay, this better be my last margarita because it's well, going to get crazy. I don't know why I thought of your girlfriend, but I'll hang up. Uh, do you have that clip of us interviewing Pat Sajan? I don't know. I think it's been uh, I think it's been banned from our library. Probably. Laura's story that used to work here. We had her. Did you find it? I'm looking. It's searching. They had her. We had her be a the interviewer interviewing Pat Sajak, and uh, she 
she created this character to interview him as the whitest TV show host ever to live. And uh, Pat didn't appreciate it and told his agent that he was never going to do an interview with us again. That was like, you just got that interview booker. Right. It was, and uh, it was a brand new service we were using to book uh, celebrities. And Pat dropped the hammer. So right out the gate. Do you have it? Our first and last interview with Pat Sajak. Pat had a meltdown. He didn't like the the tone of our interview and made our life a living hell after the interview. Um, I was I'm glad I was not on the morning show at this time. Wow. Your support is so appreciated. I do not miss the days of Randy Hogg yelling at us. Okay, so I'm fine with here that. we go, trying this. Here's Laura um in character uh, interviewing Pat Sajak. Our first and last interview with Pat Sajak. We're uh, we're gonna go live to Pat Sajak. Shanique was here to do the interview. Shanique, you ready? Let's see if we got that up. Yeah, I'm ready. Hey, Sajak. Oh God, what is wrong with her? <laughs> Sajak, you there? Oh, Pat ain't up yet. I think he's on in, in 15 seconds. Can I get my thing? Well, there's snuff <laughs> snuffs in there. Greg, Greg knows better than to talk. <laughs> <clears throat> I knew he was going to make a dad noise. I knew it. Yo. 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 Yeah, we're here. Say, Pat, you there? I'd be there. How you doing this morning? That's AJ. Yeah. Yeah, I'm okay. You ready for my questions? I'm ready for your questions if you're ready for my answers. Yeah. <laughs> so, Pat, yeah. what is it like to be the whitest damn boy on television? <laughs> they don't get whiter than you, you crazy I, I was motherfucker. Known as white Pat Boone. <laughs> Funny. Yeah, that's what I was saying the other day. So, be you know, honest. You look up the word Caucasian in the dictionary, Derek. <laughs> there he is. That's right. Okay. You ever hit one of your contestants upside the head? Be honest. You never just get pissed off and say, you stupid bitch, I ain't not know that question. Uh, no, but I may do that in the next 30 seconds. Uh, <laughs> see? I know yeah. you ain't talking about me, Pat Sajak. No, 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 dear. You got SpongeBob on your channel. He a funny little bastard, ain't he? He is, and you know what? This is true. If you go out and rent uh, the movie Pee-wee's Big Adventure, you'll see exactly where they got the SpongeBob character from. You is lying, Pat Sajak. <laughs> Why are you hanging out with that starfish anyway? Who the hell want to be friends with a starfish? You know, I hate it when they don't warn me that they're booking my sister on the show. <laughs> okay, okay, let's get down to the serious question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, is Van as big of a stupid bitch as everybody say? Oh, oh no. Oh, now that's, that's really unkind. First say of that. all, say she that. graduated from Harvard. Come know? on. She didn't graduate, but she's been to Harvard. Well, I mean, she drove past Harvard. <laughs> it got worse. Oh, yeah. He I, I think the line, pretty good. The line is calling Vanna a, a bitch. Yeah, I mean, you can't. You can't. That's, that's them fighting words right there. Laura. Everybody loves Vanna. Greg was slowly backing out of the room at the time. Tail tucked. Tail tucked. And Pat Sajak. The call after the interview was instantaneous. From the booker? From the booker. Uh, Pat. Uh, did he sit through the whole interview or did he hang out? Try to get us fired. Uh, no, he stayed, but he was very funny, and and it's it's weird that he, besides the question about Vanna, it's it's weird. He's very very good. Yeah, 
at uh, planning along, and we had it really threw us for a loop, as they say, when he got pissed and immediately tried to get us banned from the totally. service. That surprised us actually because he played along so well. Oh yeah, I've had very that funny, guy, very funny guy, huh? I've had that before where you do an interview and you think it's great, yeah. and like I, I thought it was a funny interview, and then they go to your boss and they complain about it. I I've don't know totally why he was that. complaining. Laura sounded like a perfectly uh, serious, uh, prepped reporter to me so i'm not sure where pat was coming from jesus christ laura <laughs> the best part is snuff got called into randy's office to get screamed at he gets the ass chewing and then has to delegate it out to everybody else <laughs> anyways that Good was our god that was our uh, moment with Pat, <sighs> our first and last moment with Pat Sajak. Anyway. Well, at least it was a good one. I wonder if he hears a voice like hers. He has nightmares. Probably. Replay today, the JJO Morning Show podcast. Get up with Johnny and D. JJO. Uh, we have a sponsor. No. Instead of loading your loved ones with sugary sweets and big meals loaded with fats this weekend, why not try some healthy alternatives from the Joyless Vegan brand family of healthy products? You see a milk chocolate bunny. We see a bovine growth hormone-laden indoctrination into a carnivorous lifestyle. Substitute a jumbo-sized quinoa and flaxseed bran loaf. It's healthy and non-gender specific. Instead of hiding the innocent hard-boiled offspring of chickens, why not give the kids the thrill of hunting our our joyless vegan brand non-denominational spring squares made from a delightfully mindful mix of vital wheat gluten and agave syrup and switch out those oppressive fluffed mascots of byproduct corporate death peeps with our soy-based non-poultry shaped seeps or our gluten-free jeeps joyless vegan brand healthy alternatives available in the funny smelling area of your local grocery store the funny smelling area. I didn't know your mom was at the grocery store. Yes, you did. Oh. She told you she was going there. Oh, I forgot. Um, all right. Let's head to the skies. Woo! Joey, did you ever hang around the gymnasium? A woman who was duct taped to her seat aboard an American <laughs> Airlines plane after she attacked the crew yeah. and tried to open the door mid-flight faces a whopping fine of... Oh! Let's play a game. It's How much do you think her fine is going to be? Well, I saw the story. Oh. It's eight, 80 grand or something. Yeah. I mean, it's a boatload, dude. Dude, good. Good. Well, yeah, what, what what happened to her? What did she, Was she on drugs or it's something? It's the largest fine handed out by the FAA. Unbelievable. Ever. ever. Unbelievable. Good. The passenger took off to viral video infamy when she was captured bound to her seat on flight 1774 from Dallas to Charlotte, North Carolina, July 6th. 2021. She could be heard screaming, you, you, you. <laughs> yes, may I help you? Uh, uh, passengers <laughs> filing past her as flight attendants calmly nodded their goodbyes. She looks like a person that doesn't have $80,000. So yeah, right. Get, They're not going to. Yeah, exactly. Um, during the flight, which had been delayed about three hours. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Chaos erupted <laughs> as attendants scurried about. Locking bathroom doors and grabbing bags from overhead bins before the pilot asked passengers to remain seated. Yeah. Right before landing, a crew member said that the woman had an outburst and had the urge to get off the plane. She was saying, I need to get off this plane. She went up to the exits and started banging on the doors, saying, you need to let me off this plane. People are not going to like that. Right. Yeah. Right. And that's just on the ground. Imagine if it was... I can't come to work today. I was in a terrible plane crash. 
My entire family was killed, and I am a vegetable. I'll see you tomorrow. Uh, the airline told the post that the woman assaulted and uh, and bit a flight attendant after she attempted to open the forward boarding door. Oh, yeah. So she had to be restrained. Sure. Duder. Uh, $80,000. That is and you say that's appropriate. The, the largest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's uh, <clears throat> I'm glad it's it should have a domino effect on these idiots trying to so. open airplane doors at 32,000 feet. Yeah, it was just as the plane was about to land. Yeah. She freaked out. I mean, forget it about took five flight attendants to subdue her. Oh, wow. Holy cow. That is a lot. Like a lot roping of crazy. a calf at the rodeo. That's a lot of crazy. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Yeah. Um Shut that crazy bitch up. <laughs> Not even duct tape can stop her mouth from God, screaming at everybody it's on the airplane. Incredible. But, uh, yeah, the one place you don't want to uh, get out of line is at 32,000 feet and trying to leave the aircraft. Because there's about 142 people who are going to beat your ass to death. Mm-hmm. Ain't, nobody, ain't nobody need that. I feel like I'm going to feel like that lady, though, on the Ireland flight. And I'd be like, get me out of here. Yeah, I guess they crack. I, I don't know. And that, did you say they had, they had not left yet? They were waiting. They were No, they they had left. The flight was delayed for a long time. Yeah, then yeah. it was in the air, and it was getting ready to land Oh, when she freaked out. Oh, they were still airborne. Oh, I thought they were waiting no. on the deck. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Yeah, no wonder she almost got killed. Yeah. And they were just like, duct tape it is, bitch. <laughs> My God. I love that they have, we're at the point where we need nunchucks and duct tape on uh, on airplanes. Yep, they're not prepared, even, dude. Not even, not even uh, handcuffs can hold these people. We got to duct tape them to the yep, chair. that's right, dude. That's right. Where's the air marshal? I'm going to tell you something. No, I don't want to know. Okay. I don't want to know. Dirty little secret of airplanes, of the airline industry. They lied to you about the air I, I, I'm... Feeling you on that. Yeah. yeah, it was a lie to make wow. you feel safe. They ought to just pre-duct tape everybody to a chair before the plane takes no, off. No, thank you. Most of us are fine. <laughs> we do okay. Here at Delta, we don't take chances. We <laughs> duct tape you to the chair. Right. We've got no time for your crap. You know, you know what would be cool if they had a, uh, if they had the back row, let's say uh, the back row, you know, back by the bathroom, mm-hmm. back of the plane. If they had the seats had that thing that comes over your shoulders when you go on a roller coaster. Oh yeah. You know the 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 what are they that contraption that holds you in so you don't yeah. go flying out of the roller coaster. The cage or whatever. Yeah, the the little um whatever. The coaster keeper, whatever they call that. You just they pull it down, it, you hear it clicking. Mm-hmm. And you can't move. And they just that would hold you. Do a little duct tape uh over the mouth and and you're good to go. See you in Charlotte. I think they would have a a, a, a uh, and I guess the contingency plan is duct tape because uh, it doesn't happen that often. But you, you would think there would be a instead of one of the bathrooms, they could put a crazy person in that room. I guess they could hurt themselves. A holding cell. A holding closet of some kind. But I guess they could hurt themselves. So, you, so I guess you have to duct tape. Them. Right. They have rights too, I guess, even if they're like, I know. Crazy. Unfortunately. <laughs> I t- I took the plane down by uh sticking my foot down that vacuum toilet and uh 
Yeah, I, I don't know. I suppose they could do more damage than it's worth. But. And I guess you can do your part if you've got somebody in your family that you know is certifiable. Uh, try to recommend, recommend the bus or something. Why did you take the Greyhound? I'll see you there in four days. Take the train, bitch. Yeah, um, that would be terrifying if somebody started freaking out that they need to get off the plane as we're about to land. <laughs> I would well, probably I, be white as a ghost, dude. You know, after 9-11, I think, uh, you know, that, you know that everybody's an air marshal on an airplane, you know? Right. You can use a Vulcan sleeper hold on someone if you gotta. But five flight attendants take one person down. Yeah. Jesus. Well, yeah, you just have to knock them out. I mean, just pick a big guy and punch her in the face. Get the coffee thing. Oh, yeah, the coffee, uh, the metal coffee. Uh, coffee pot. Pot and just. Clunk them right in the head. Boom. Effective, fast, great sound effect. <laughs> you have no rights. You have the right to remain passed out from getting clunked in the head with a coffee pot. Do you want cream and sugar with that? <laughs> uh, okay, hello. Hey, those chairs, they should look like, or uh, those seats, those should look like high chairs. Yeah, oh. For further humiliate them, oh. make them look oh. like children. <laughs> put a little tray in front of them. I'm into it. Put some. <laughs> Put a, if, put a little. If I'm on the flight and you go for the door, you're getting choked out quick. For Nothing real. Take five people. <laughs> flight attendants are small. Don't get broke. Because if I'm on a plane, my family's up there, and there's no way it's going down yeah, without a fight. Yeah, they ought to include. Uh, you remember when you know when they give the speech for you? Think you go. Uh, uh, are Are you comfortable uh, here sitting at the uh, emergency exit. emergency exit? And are you uh, capable? And do you feel comfortable knocking a crazy bitch out when we give you the secret signal? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. put an MMA I guy there. Myself, I. Anybody comes through this door, you're going down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't. Why you know by by now you know you have to know that uh, you're not going to make it if you act that way. You're going to have totally a lot. Surprised that more people don't get involved besides just the, the staff, you know. Yeah, I, it blows me away that more people don't get involved in that thing and make them shut the hell up and sit down. Yeah, you're, you're, you're risking, you're taking everybody's life in your own hands. I'm not cool with that. Yeah, I don't know if they think they're going to get in trouble or they're going to uh, get well, countersued. I don't know what. If there's think. a bunch of flight attendants going after yeah, yeah. her, what are you going to do? Right, right, right. How are you going to get right. in there even? Right, sure. right, right, right. Five people's a lot. I'm shocked. I've right. never. Five people's a lot of attendants. Is the, the line where in the airplane where everybody's slapping her, taking turns? Ah. <laughs> have a good one, guys. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they have a little training these days with all these. Idiots on airplanes, you know, um, mm-hmm. just some some very basic chokehold. Karate chops. Sure, sure, some very basic chokehold maneuvers. Don't you think? I would hope so. You're getting an arm up behind somebody and I would applying, hope so. applying pressure. And yeah. If, if I was sitting by the emergency exit and that bitch came by me, the flight attendant wouldn't have time to get to her. Give her the people's elbow. Something. Yeah. There'd be... In your case, it's the people's vagina. That's right. I'd be like, you've met your match now. (laughs) Take a look at this. The venomous clam. Take a look at the venomous clam. You'll never be the same. Ah! That's right. Run, bitch. Run.
Thanks, dude. Hi, how's it going? Hey, pretty good. What they need is one of those uh, individual holding cells for the higher-risk uh, criminals yeah. in the movie Con Air. Oh, there it is, dude. That's the one right there. And, That's and the once one. you get the person back there, the nut job locked in, then uh, all the passengers can take turns going back there and staring at them through the crate. Yes. Yeah, I mean, can you open a, an emergency exit if you want to? Sure. I mean, there's not a key. It's not like they have to put a key in or anything, is it? I think it's just. I think you just, open I think it. You just pull the handle and yeah. let her go. It's there for the taking. I, I, I mean, I, yeah, thanks, dude. It's not the cockpit anymore. I mean, that's uh, that door's made of lead. You're not getting through that damn thing. No, it'd have to be the one that you have to agree to sit next to because you have responsibility. Correct. In the event of an emergency exit. Yeah. And you think about that. Uh, you start thinking about how easy that would be. Actually, if somebody quietly was sitting there, and the crazy person got next to the emergency exit. Yeah. There's probably, I'm sure there's a tone and stuff that goes off before it actually opens. Mm-hmm. I can't believe people are this nuts. What happened? Everybody's losing it. I I don't know. Get uh, it together. I don't know. And and how much would it be to replace one of those things if the shoot came out? Why is sunset good? Why are boobs good? Well... F around and find out. The JJO Morning Show Podcast with Johnny and D. Listen, rate, subscribe. Catch a new show every Monday through Friday, 6 till 10 a.m. on 941 JJO or streaming anywhere in the JJO app. Johnny and D. Nowhere but JJO.